0: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: We're the fans who want to keep pounding. We're the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This, this is this 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 is Fuse from Pitch Street. Street. Now. Here's your host, Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. All right, let's break this thing down a little bit X's and O's wise here on the Views from Industry Podcast. Again, do us a favor. Make sure that once you have liked and subscribed to the Views from Industry Podcast available where major podcasts are found that you share us around with your friends as well on the social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, on the gram, whatever it is that you use to interact with your fellow Panthers fans, we would very much appreciate you letting them know about us. Let's take a little bit of a look at this game. Panthers-Ravens, Ravens Ravens 13-point favorite. They are minus 700 on the money line. The Panthers have bounced up and down. You could get them earlier in the week at plus 500 that odds uh, those odds have actually shortened up a little bit to plus 475 not enough to, to to make it a worthwhile bet uh for me yet but it is interesting that means that uh some so, some money some money came in on Carolina uh early In this one, a lot of folks and I've been looking, you know, I spend a little bit of time as we prep for this pod every week going and looking at different projections and predictions from folks. Um, I will tell you. That I have seen quite a number of folks that have been picking this game separated by. Seven to 11 points separated by less than Vegas has. The spread right now. And I was a little surprised by that. Uh, historically speaking, the Panthers have actually gotten the better of the Ravens. We are four and two all time in series history. We won the last game against Baltimore, but of that four and two, we have only played at Baltimore twice. We are one and one on the road at Baltimore. We won at 06. We lost in 2014. We do have A little bit of familiarity between these two. Bradley Bozeman, starting center, actually played for Baltimore for three years, 2018 to 2021. However, Ravens running back Mike Davis obviously was a Panther for us for the 19 and 20 seasons. Uh, Kevon Seymour, their cornerback, played for us for three seasons. Josh Bynes, linebacker, played with us last season. They've also got a couple of practice squatters, Julian Stanford and Daryl Worley, who have both played for us as well. And their offensive coordinator, Greg Roman, who coached for six seasons with us as well. Taking a look at the tail of the tape, Baltimore has the 12th ranked offense in the National Football League right now in terms of yardage per game. They're averaging about three fifty six a game. Carolina is the 30th ranked offense in the National Football League, averaging just over 294 a game. On the ground, the Ravens are one of the best in the NFL. A buck 68 every single game on the ground. And that, to me, though, if there is a spot that we need to take advantage, you have got to slow down the run game of the Baltimore Ravens. They're getting almost 170 yards per per game overall, we have got to try. Now, keep in mind, a huge chunk of that is Lamar Jackson running on a pass play, not RPO, a pass play that breaks down and then Lamar takes off running, though they do work some RPOs into their offense off and on throughout a game. We have got to keep that number down closer to the 110 mark if we want a chance. And how
0: do you do that? Do you spy him? I mean, you you put a guy out there just spying Lamar all the time.
1: I think you almost kind of have to, Uh, you know, it it was something that uh, the saints tried to do a little bit against Baltimore in their last game, Baltimore, by the way, the reason we keep talking about Baltimore, New Orleans is because Baltimore is coming off of their buy. We are coming off of effectively a mini buy with our, with our game last Thursday night. We're on a little bit more rest than most teams that have played Baltimore so far, which I, I absolutely do think can be a big help for us. Uh, but, yeah, no, I I, I think you got to find somebody. You know who would have been great in this game? This would have been a great Jeremy Chin game, right? This would have been a fantastic Jeremy Chin game to have him back there playing the Rome. Hey, listen, the second that Lamar's foot crosses the line of scrimmage, I want you to turn on the Heat Seeker and go light him up. This would have been a fantastic Jeremy Chin game, but without him... Uh, I, I think you've got to utilize the linebackers. I will take one of them out of pressure. One of them to just sit back in the zone and follow Lamar around the field. That one sixty eight has got to dramatically come down. If we well, want to change,
0: who's your guy? Who are you putting in there? Frank Lubo.
1: I think so. Who I mean, it? I I got to think he's been the most aggressive against the run. I think I might have to take that aggression and uh, line it up and, and, and keep an eye. Um, you know, maybe this is an opportunity. I I, I don't know. And, and the problem is, you know, when you're Baltimore running a three-four, you got a little more leeway to use a linebacker as a spy, right? You can you the, basically what you're doing here in a four-three, uh, the base four-three that we're running is you are throwing more guys at the line of scrimmage to prevent the run, but you're taking away from the ability for the next level of defense to play laterally. They they have less ability to make a mistake. Uh, I don't know that maybe you don't, and I know he has not been wildly successful in this spot, right? I'd rather have him in the defensive tackle spot lined up in a shade technique or an off-guard technique, but I don't know that maybe on a handful of plays, especially likely uh, plays where where you think Lamar becomes a threat, maybe you, you switch to a 3-4 lineup, Derek Brown uh, as a nose tackle, add another linebacker, maybe you bring in. Uh, like an amari Barno and 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 go with a three four as an alternate defense to give yourself the opportunity to put a spy on Lamar uh that being said, you're uncomfortable you haven't run it a bunch this year it's it's a little out of the ordinary so I don't necessarily love it but yeah, the answer put, is you gotta putting, do something
0: you're putting less beef up front on the team that you just talked about is is a primarily uh running team so I I mean I don't know if that's the move to make because uh, you're gonna possibly give them more lanes to run through.
1: I get that. Uh I will say this. Looking at the Ravens, they are going to be uh they, they they by the way, if you go look, uh you got Kenyon Drake. Drake had a fantastic job against New Orleans. Also a guy that didn't have a lot of tape on him. Uh Gus Edwards is questionable to play this week and he was starting at their RB1 coming into this game. Uh, He has just come off of the pup list and is now able to enter the backfield. But he has been dealing with a hamstring injury. It sidelined him against New Orleans. He should be suited up and able to go. Uh, It's expected to have a full practice today. But Drake is a guy that is very shifty as a runner, similar to Lamar Jackson, which is why I think you kind of run. I understand you want to have the beef up front and go with that 4-3 the threat is Lamar. That makes Lamar the bigger threat there, and I just get worried about that. All right, rolling further down the tape to see what it tells us. The uh, uh, Baltimore, not exceptional through the air. They are actually 27th in the league against the pass, and of course, lining up against our relatively good pass defense. I take a little bit of heart in that, right? Like, if you can eliminate the pass using just and primarily the defensive backs it frees the linebackers up to move laterally a little bit it frees the linebackers up to move left and right and kind of take away some of those down the field angles that Lamar Jackson kills you with this is one of the spots that we might have an opportunity they're not an exceptional passing team they're an average passing team that being said they average 10 more passing yards per game than we do but we also had P.J. Walker, notorious not downfield passer in there for a handful of starts, which kind of ding that number just a little bit. But uh, I would abso- absolutely, Lonzo, absolutely argue that when it comes down to it, Uh, I, I absolutely think that the defensive backs, as much as the, the offensive line is the unit that needs to be challenged the most, the defensive backs may have even more pressure on them. If you can keep Lamar uncomfortable throwing the ball down the field and make him look to get outside of the pocket, it frees up the linebackers to make the plays we will have to make.
0: It absolutely does, and I do have confidence in our defensive backfield. And the thing is, if you can put pressure on him to, to throw the ball, you just talked about how – Is that a matter of him passing or a matter of the receivers? I think it's more a matter of their receivers. And uh, I don't know that he has a run-first mentality, but it's pretty close. It really is very close. He will throw some interceptions. And for a while, at least the first few games, that defensive backfield was picking balls off at least one per week. You get one or two of those this week, it could mean a whole lot to this entire game.
1: I got no doubt. I got no argument with that at all. I think that's absolutely correct. But again, it's one of those stand in front of the train and push real hard uh, metaphors. It's, it's going to be tough to do. Uh, Baltimore are only averaging 26.1 points per game, but only 26 points per game in a year where scoring is down in the league. We talked a little bit about this on the Rob Brown show last week, uh, 26 points per game. We are averaging just the tick shy of 20.5 points per game. So there's really only about five and a half points of difference between us on average. Uh, And again, that was with a couple of low scoring games uh, out of PJ Walker. Yards per game? uh defensively speaking the ravens are giving up 350 total yards per game we're giving up 362 only a 12 yards per game difference but that separates 19th from 25th but keep in mind they've only had Roquan Smith for a single game that number is gonna come down uh as Roquan continues to patrol the middle of the field for baltimore uh that 350 per game i think is a little bit misleading but I still want to run the ball at the heart of that defense and try to keep the outsides opened up for DJ, uh, for shy, for for these other guys, for to, uh, for for TMJ to have a little bit more room to operate and maybe even dump in a couple of crossing routes behind that defense. If they go, we've got to run the ball. And if you can threaten three twenty five, three thirty in this game, you give yourself a chance rushing yards per game. They give up 92 rushing yards per game. That is the third best rush defense in the National Football League. And again, the majority of those games that add to that average were without the best linebacker, the best inside linebacker in football, Roquan Smith, on the defense. That number may drop down as well. This is going to be, if it's not already, going to be arguably the best rushing defense this league has seen in a while. It does not change the game plan, Lonzo does right. not change the game plan.
0: When Carolina first decided, hey, we're a running team, and they ran, I believe it was Chuba in the first half and Foreman in the second half, if you can do that in this game, if you can use one running back in the first half and another one in the second half, I think it helps a great deal because that second guy is going to be nice and rested going up against the defense that hopefully will be tired, and I think that's another way that you could get things done against Baltimore's defense. And Chuba was back last week. They didn't use him as much as they could. So with, what was it, 10 days of rest, uh, he should be healthier and ready to go. And I just think that's that's probably the move you got to make. You save one of those guys, and it's probably going to have to be Chuba this time since Foreman's been carrying the load to the second half and bring him in more in the second half while he's fresh.
1: I think you're going to get a healthy dose of both. I think you're looking, as we've mentioned, depending on how many times we can convert those thirds and shorts that plagued us earlier in the year. I think you're probably looking at 35 rushing plays. I think you got to gotta split, and especially in this game, because those guys are going to get hit this game, like a lot. You were able to run at the Atlanta defense and, 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 and kind of push them around a little bit. These boys are going to get hit in this game. I think you're going to get a, a pretty healthy split between the two of them. I'd also like to see you maybe run some tandem running back sets, right? Like give me a couple of plays where you've got Hubbard and Foreman, both on the field at the same time. Give me a couple of plays where you give me Foreman and Blackshear on the field, right? Give men, give them the threat that if you attack Dante Foreman at the line, They're just going to flip it out to Blackshear and let him use that vision and quick cut up the field uh, to kind of make you pay laterally as well as aggressively up the middle. Uh, Listen, it's a really good run defense, but you still got to do it. Passing yards per game, they are giving up. How about this number? This is where, uh, you know, you, you wonder if the game plan changes. 258 yards. They are the 28th best pass defense in the National Football League. You still run the ball. But what you're trying to do is force them into committing to being that run defense, opening up the outside for Baker to find those, as Lonzo said, 18 completions or so. There's an opportunity to be taken advantage of there. Uh, They are the fifth best third down team in the league, 16th in the league in takeaways. We are ninth in that category. You mentioned Lamar will make a mistake here and there if you will let him. A couple of takeaways could change this game. They are surrendering 22 points per game. We surrendering 24 Points a game so there's a lot of difference in certain spots Lonzo a lot of similarities between these two teams defensively. Anyway, I still like the Ravens by a lot in this game, but I'm going to end it the way I started it. Zo. if we get hammered in this game, stay optimistic because this is a very good Baltimore team.
0: All right, I still think that the Ravens are going to win this game, but not by as much as as Rob thinks. I think it's going to be a tighter game, and uh, I think we're going to see some positive things. And I don't know if I'll be happy if Sam Darnold gets in the game.
1: In the game at all? Yes. No reps for Sam? No. None? None. All right, we'll find out. We'll see what Steve Wilkes decides to do with the QB rotation. Ladies and gentlemen, that's our preview pod. It is done. It is in the can. And again, if you are hearing it for the first time, make sure you are liked and subscribed to the views from Industry podcast. And we would ask you humbly share it around to your friends in your social, in your social circle. As we continue to grow our little community, any final words for the people Lonzo?
0: Yeah. Start building your stamina. Thanksgiving's next week. You gotta, you know, just don't eat as much and make some room.
1: Make sure that you have a couple of salads between here and there. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for us. We will see you back here on Monday to break down this game. X's and O's and everything in the middle. He is Lonzo So I'm Rob Brown. We thank you for listening to the Views from Street Podcast. We'll see you Monday. Keep pounding, baby.